It's the Mandem Podcast. Keep it locked. Yes. Welcome to the Mandem Podcast. Respect and blessings. You're listening to the Mandem Podcast. <laughs> yes. Yo, welcome to the Mandem Podcast. Yo, Matt P. Welcome to the Mandem Podcast. Tune to the Mandem Podcast. Keep it locked. You're listening to the Mandem Podcast. Welcome to the Mandem Podcast. Yo, man. Uh, let me start again. Somebody spoke. <laughs> Clear your throat, man. Shut your mouth, man. <laughs> Yo, Mandem Podcast, episode 191. 191, yes. Mm. 191, yes. Approaching that 200. We're back. Getting we're back. there, little by little. We're <laughs> back for another episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, big shout out to everyone that listened to the last episode. Um, yeah, man. The last two, actually. Um, uh-huh. Good response, man. Yeah, mm. the Very response, response has been um, really good. Um, so, yeah, really, really appreciate it. But, yeah, keep subscribing, sharing, liking. Um, disliking disliking of course of course um, hit us up when you think we're chatting and let us know when you when you agree um, but yeah keep keep supporting the poddy yeah we keep going because you guys rate the stuff so respect yeah man come on we have a guest on the show again mm-hmm. um, is he a, is he yeah it's a familiar face familiar face but always a guest he used to renew his membership still trust yeah, yeah, trust yeah. It's been, it's, it's been a been, while. It's been a while. I haven't been on since maybe 2019. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. nah. You've been on. Nah, you've been on. You've been on since since lockdown. Because I remember you um, <laughs> coming on when, when we've been doing it on Zoom. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have, you have, you have. Oh, sure. yeah. I don't. But yeah, today, um, you're wearing a different face. Different hats. Different hats. Different hats, sorry. I fucked the phrase up. So what are you referring to you as today, then? Uh, just call man Jay in it, like whatever. Jamie, Jamie the broker. <laughs> Actually, call man Jamie the broker in it. Jamie the broker. Yeah, Jamie yeah, the broker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I'm slightly, I'm a little bit vexed that you're not like in a suit or something, like no shirt. Bro, hey, chat. <laughs> yeah. You're not selling. You're not selling it well. The waistcoat, fam. Listen, 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 listen. It's 2021. Yeah, ain't mm. no brokers wearing suits, B. I hear, I hear, I hear. Everyone's at home wearing tracksuits. This is actually dressed up. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. You saying dress dressing gown work? Yeah, dressing gown, man. This is the new normal, man. Like mm. suits, man. Thing of the past. That's gone. And as long as you get the the job done, I guess. Yeah, don't don't matter what I'm wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's but, true. It's true. Yeah, it's man. True, it's true. But yeah, we got you here as Jamie the broker today. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's what the episode's pretty much gonna be about. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be what? Talk, telling us everything about what Jay properties. Yeah. Mortgages, mm-hmm. yeah. Credit. So, so yeah. Um, obviously I'm a broker, but you know my bread and butter is mortgages. But I go into you know dropping some gems on credit, uh, insurances, mm-hmm. um, you know must dos, uh, must don'ts, um, hmm. and yeah, just just helping anyone that's you know trying to get on the ladder. Just really educating them and hopefully you know putting them on the right path to you know getting a mortgage basically. Hmm. Mm. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm going to try and do, innit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> yeah, no promises. But before we get into that, I guess, Jamie, how have you, how have you been since the last time we've recorded? Yeah, man. Um, like I said, I thought it was like 2019, but uh, Mike said it's probably early lockdown. Mm. Um, mm. When I think then, yeah, so then, uh, just a little bit. So then I was actually working for a company called Countrywide. So if you ain't mm. heard of them, they're like the UK's largest like property group. Um 
so I was working for them back then um, in the middle of, you know, the pandemic and everything. I was working from home, but it come to like July and I just, I, I kind of been thinking about it for a while and I just sat down and I said, you know what? I want to go this alone. I want to do this alone. I want, I want flexibility. I don't want no one telling me what I can and I can't do. Like, for example, if I was still employed, I might not even be able to do this today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, mm, yeah, like I just wanted the shackles off. Um, mm. Obviously, I wanted to, to, to make more money as well. So, yeah, July, like, yeah, mid-pandemic, I just, yeah, mm. handed my notice in and just went self-employed, man. And, yeah, man, ain't looked back, really. How, how did you find that transition? Bro? Yeah, that's, a, that's a bit of a roll of the dice during the mm. pandemic. Yeah, yeah do you know what I did? I thought about it for a while, but... I think anyone that does, especially in the mortgage game, just make sure you've got, you know, funds that, you know, worst case, six months. If you Obviously, I knew I wasn't going to make no money, but mm-hmm. I needed to make sure I had a stack there that, worst case scenario, if I didn't make no money for six months, I could pay my mortgage, I could pay my bills, yeah, and yeah, I'll still yeah, be yeah. okay. So yeah, as mm-hmm. soon as I had that, I knew it was just, it's just going to be down to me then. Before you do yeah, anything, yeah. Before you do anything, make sure you got that emergency fund. The emergency 100%, fund. 100%. Yeah, emergency fund. And it, it was a risk, but honestly, like, bro, like, hands down, best decision I've made in my life, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cold. How long was it, how long was the planning before you took that step? So, so I guess you, did, you didn't wake up one morning and said, I do this. No, no. I want to do it on my own, so I'm quitting. I'm pretty yeah, sure so, there was a step to it, steps to it. Yeah, there were steps to it. So I've been in what financial, so I'll give you a little back. So I've been in financial services for like seven years now. So I started out in a bank, well, in building society nationwide. That's where I started. Um, and I was just a personal banker, innit? So I just went into it like, like to see how this can go. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't really, there was just an opportunity. I remember I had an interview for the bank and an interview for a surveying company. And the surveying company was like 15K more, yeah? I got mm. offered both the jobs. But I don't know why. I think I even sat with um. Uh, Dan's dad, my uncle, yeah, and he yeah, was yeah. in that market, and he was telling me, "Yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good." And I don't know why Sutton told me. I think it was because the bank was just closer to my house at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just went. I just went to the bank, and I'm glad I did. Don't get me wrong. I, could, I probably could have excelled in surveying as well, mm-hmm. um, but I went into the bank. Not really. Like I was just doing personal banking, so like opening bank accounts, credit card savings, um, and then I just started taking a liking to mortgages in it, and I was good at it. So everyone, all the mortgage advisors like, yeah, Jamie, man, he always does good referrals. So I was moving branches, mm-hmm. bigger branches. And I was like, you know what, man? I might just try this mortgage thing. Mm. And then, you know, like when you're in that kind of corporate world, they're just promises. Yeah, like your chance will come. Mm. Do this, read this, do mm-hmm. that qualification. Mm-hmm. Bro, they were taking long. I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to go get... So you need something called a CMAP, yeah? CMAP 1, 2, and 3. It's called Certificate of Mortgages and Practices to be a mortgage advisor. So you, most people, you need all three, but there was this com- countrywide said, okay, we're willing to take you on with just CMAP 1. So while I was working, went out and got that. I said, you know what, Nationwide, thanks. Gone. Uh, went to Countrywide. Yeah, worked there for worked there for three years. Um, wait, Les, what did you, what was the start of the question? Sorry, I'm, I'm getting to it. The question was how, what steps did you take to yeah. make the decision yeah, that yeah, yeah, this, that's uh, it, this yeah. is what I want to do? Yeah, yeah. So then when I was there, obviously, first year, you learn your trade. Um, anyone I'd give advice to, mortgages, be there for at least two years. Like, you need at least two years. Um, so I learned my trade. Second year, obviously, I was getting better and better. And I just thought, you know what? I'm actually good at this job. I'm making them X amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started talking to a few people. Like, as you do when you're in the game, you meet people and a few self-employed people. And they were saying, you know what? If you're self-employed, if you've done that mortgage, you can make that much. 
Mm. And I was like, wow, like, these are actually paying me peanuts. Like, let's just say, for example, mm. I make them five bags. They're paying me like a, six bills or something, for example. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, I had an opportunity. So basically, a woman that I worked with at Nationwide, she became my business development manager when I moved to Countrywide. And then she said, listen, Jamie, there's this guy. He's looking for a self-employed guy. Like, I would say, go and talk to him. So I went and talked to him and like literally, you know what when they say as soon as you meet someone, Bob, literally clicked within like first mm-hmm. second. I said, This is the guy for me. Like he's he's like Mandem, he's like from our culture, um, mm-hmm. Asian brother in Harrow. Um and we just clicked, man. The way he's breaking stuff down to me was just what I'm gonna do for the, the, the listeners today is just it's just simple. We just simplified it, like how we would understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so it goes, I tell you what, yeah. Give it a year, yeah? What I'm going to do, if you hand me over any lead you get, yeah, I'm going to start paying you on them so you can see how much you can make. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, let's see if he's, he's going to pay me. I'm not even doing mm-hmm. anything. I'm just sending him an email and a number while yeah. the guy started paying me. So the Les, cut long story short, I was like, listen, I'm going to give this place a year. Gave it a year. It was like March. Wanted to make sure I saved a bit more. And I just said, you know what? When COVID was happening, mortgages were slowing down. I said, bro, I'm going to go Just took the risk in. Yeah, now mm-hmm. I'm here. It's paid off. Yeah, it's paid off massively. Massively. That's good. That's a story. So, um, mm. you literally just mentioned it now, um, and I guess we'll get into to the crux of it. Mm. How has since I guess lockdown, COVID um, restrictions, everything? How has work been for you, and how's the market been in general? I guess. Les, like honestly, busier than ever. Yeah. Like. Ridiculous. It makes it makes no sense to because, like, yeah, it it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Because yeah. The, I think it the makes no sense. I think the misconception is, and I've spoken to a few people who are trying to buy properties, that they're being told, I guess, the opposite. That not that it's not busy, but mm-hmm. I guess now's probably not the right time to want to buy a property. I guess you'll get into it, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting yeah, for you to say that, like it's, that. Yeah. it's busier than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So yeah, with the market, man, it's a weird one. So you've got. You've got obviously the investment market where you've got obviously all the buy-to-let portfolio landlords who are dying for deals. And then obviously you've still got the, the residential market. So the people who are upsizing or people, you know, who just want to want to live in a family home. Mm-hmm. So the reason I think it's so I went self-employed in July and I think they the, the new stamp duty changes came in in September. But even before then it was booming. But since September, it's literally been crazy. Like obviously the amount of money people are saving on stamp duty now, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, if you're in that yep. position in the next six months, you might as well make the move and save yeah. six, yeah, seven, yeah, eight yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Mm. So, um, yeah, man, it's just, it, it, it's the market's booming. Um, in terms of, you know, they say, is it a good time to buy, bad time to sell? To be fair, like, it's small margins, man. That's what I think. Like, it's, 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 a game of, it's a game of small margins. You might find a lucky deal. You might not. Yeah. You might get bumped. Yeah. You know no, I mean, it's not no like... Yeah. Blanket rule. No, uh, like, there's no... Yeah, one size fits all. There's no, like... Yeah. People often feel, oh, is it a good time to buy? I'm not sure. Listen, if you see a deal, go for it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Case by case. Yeah. A, a yeah, lot of people man. have been saving money as well just because they haven't been able to go anywhere for the past 10, 10 months. Exactly. So they've got a bit so, more money to spend now as well. Correct, correct. You've got a bit more money to spend because um, you're obviously your outgoings are less now, isn't it? You ain't, mm. you, ain't, um, mm. you ain't going to work, driving. So, yeah, yeah man. In yeah. in answer to that, to, for me, from my perspective, Les, the market is booming yeah. because I've been busier than ever, so I can only base it off that. Yeah. 
Cold, yeah. cold. Uh, I guess, Jay, you have uh, on your Instagram recently, <laughs> yeah, if you're not following, it is Jamie the Broker. Uh, recently, you, uh, I guess, released or launched your first kind of how to video or a jargon buster. Yeah. Um, yes, like moving into that, like what are some of the biggest misconceptions or myths or kind of issues that people come to you with? Uh, because, yeah, I guess speaking for myself, Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, you hear certain things and you don't know it. Yeah. Mm. Deposits and this and that, and then oh, yeah. how much can I take out and things like that, equity. Like, what are some of the common yeah. questions you get? So the, the common, the, the biggest common one I say is, oh, I can't get, I can't get more because I got bad credit, man. I got mm. bad credit. That's that's mm. the biggest one, and it irks me because mm. if you just sat down in front of me, I might actually be able to help you. So. Mm. The big preconceptions are, oh, you know what, I, I ain't got, I've got bad credit, oh, I don't have any credit, they're not going to lend me anything. Well, actually, that's that's wrong because yeah. all I'll do is sit down for you, I'll say, listen, get me your credit file, we'll go over it. If you don't have any, you know, mad, obviously it's not one size fits all in it, obviously, yeah. circumstances. Mm-hmm. If you haven't got any defaults, if you don't have any CCJs, if you haven't had any mispayments, then what are you talking about? You're going to get mm-hmm. a mortgage. Like, and even people with these things, people have told me, listen, Jay, man, I've got this CCJ. All right, when did you get the CCJ? Four years ago. All right, how much was it for? £100. Cool, I got someone for you. Do you know what I mean? Because I work in a market where we have vanilla lenders, right? So your vanilla lenders are who you man bank with. Like, so who do you not bank with? Uh, Main bank. Yeah, retail banks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, retail yeah. banks. Deutsche, Deutsche Bank. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't know the name. The tax code is different. Yeah, so... They're like your vanilla lenders. So a lot of them would say no, but we were, I work with subprime lenders. So subprime lenders are literally lenders who will offer you a higher interest rate if you're not squeaky clean, basically. And and all you do is you put it to them. They've got a criteria. Um, Obviously, I've got the client's credit report. If the criteria matches, there's people that I've got mortgages for with defaults, with CCJs, with Mm -hmm. IVAs, yeah? And these are all typically I've got bad credit things. But guess mm. what? I've got mm. you the mortgage and all that happens is in the next two years, we only put, I would only put you on a two-year deal because you're probably paying at like 3%. We remortgage, your credit's better, and then you just take a hit for two years and then you go back onto a vanilla lender. So mm. it's not, that's my biggest irk, like bad credit. Some people do have bad credit, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But if you do have bad credit, let me tell you how I can get your mortgage in three years yeah, 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 or two years. Yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm. and that's, that's the big, that's one of the, that irks me the most because but don't just assume, come down and sit to sit in front of a professional and let me help you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Another one is, um, uh, can I get a buy to let? I, I, I can't get a buy to let. Like, I'm a first time buyer. Well, yes, you can, because like I said, I work with everyone, so you can. So I'll just drop a few gems. Um, so if you are listening, come to me. Don't, don't, I'm going to drop you these gems, but don't snake me. <laughs> um, so for example, NatWest, Barclays, um, they will let you have a they will let you have a mortgage as a first as a they'll let you get a buy to let mortgage mm, as a first time buyer. buyer yeah and just for the listeners a buy to let mortgage is just a mortgage for investment purposes basically so um, as long as you're you got minimum income of twenty five thousand um, they will let you do that and then I've like I said I've got my subprime lenders even if you don't have a uh, income of twenty five thousand I can still get your mortgage so mm-hmm. they're probably two of the uh, the biggest misconceptions and another one is is art. I'm I'm single, either a single parent or yeah, um, yeah, father or or, or mum. Ah, oh, house prices are this much. Um, I can't get it. Well, 
okay, fair enough, yeah, might not, but I'll tell you because there's schemes that can help you mm-hmm. that might be able to get you on the ladder. So, yeah, they're probably three of the, the, the biggest misconceptions mm. about um, mortgages. Mm. Yeah. Jay, oh, just well, to go... oh, so you mentioned oh go sorry on, no, go, no, go, go on. no I was just going to jump back to where you talked about credit and I think now you're starting to see a lot more people talk about credit um, mm-hmm. but it's still credit everyone knows what credit is I assume but mm-hmm. I guess the world of like credit credit scores credit ratings mm-hmm. um, is foreign to quite a few people Mm-hmm. Um, where can and I know you've mentioned a particular one, but I let you say. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Where can people like check yeah. their credit scores, their credit mm-hmm. history? If you've got CCJ, because you might even try to go for a phone or a car. Yeah, you might not even know. Mm-hmm. Half of yeah, don't know. exactly. Yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. you might, yeah, you might fail those things, but then you don't understand why. Because I remember years ago, mm-hmm. I've never been failed credit, but then when I started looking into my credit score, I could see. Uh, something on there like a default payment I didn't know what it was mm. um, had no idea brought my credit score down um, mm. but then after I think oh, it's after six years or whatever it yeah it got comes off yeah but having yeah. done research after then I kind of realised oh that's what that was and it kind of mm-hmm. made sense so what would you say to people trying to understand their credit score where to go where to find the yeah. information for that yeah i mean like i said jamie the broker if you've got any questions on credit literally just dm me that um i'll get back to you you know what i mean but um check my file is a great one that i use um it's pretty much um like the majority so you've probably heard of experian equifax and translution so they're the three biggest ones but what check my file does it's all of those uh, credit reports in one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to kind of give an example why that would benefit someone is because let's just say, for example, Dan, you said you bank with Santander, yeah? Mm-hmm. So let's just say, for example, Santander, use Experian, right? And you've got your Experian credit report. I'm like, yeah, man, this is all good, yeah? But not every credit reference agency has all the information on you because your credit could be terrible with Equifax or Translution. Yeah, but I'll yeah. never know until I see your check my file. Do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that way, mm. I know that if you've got something bad on Equifax, then I'm not going to put you with a lender that deals with Equifax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right, right, right. But yeah, but check my files great because, like I said, the three biggest Equifax, Translution, uh, and Experian. Um, it's one of those ones. I think that you get like a 30 day free trial. Um, I would always encourage people don't cancel it, just keep it. It's that full, I think it's 14 99 mm-hmm. Just keep it because it updates you. Yeah, but you can cancel it if you want. And yeah, it tells you any defaults, any CCJs, it tells you when they happen and it tells you how long they're still on your credit file for. But important proper thing is details. defaults, yeah, proper detail. De- um, electoral roll is a massive thing as well. Mm-hmm. So I would advise anyone that is looking for a mortgage, make sure you get on the electoral roll. One, it boosts your credit and the lenders need to see uh, need to see that anyway. Jay, that's checkmyfile.com, right? That's a website. Yeah, www.checkmyfile.com, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your question you was going to ask, Rich? Because I got one. Um, oh no, well, perhaps if, if, don't go into it now if you don't want to yet, Jay. But it was about you mentioned schemes at the end of like when you were talking. That's before. exactly what and I was going like, to ask. Yeah, I was going to say because I've heard of several schemes that help to buy yeah. others. Um, can mm. you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so with with the, there's a few schemes. Um, the common ones I'll, I'll go over with you. But just mm-hmm. before I do, with um, these schemes, they're not suitable for everyone, yeah? So when I'm listening, I'm not saying this is what you should do, mm-hmm. but they may help you. So first one is the help to buy equity loan. It's probably the most popular one. So basically, it's new builds only, okay? I'm yeah. going to explain how it works. So 
they help to buy equity loan, it's a loan first and foremost, yeah? So you have to pay it back. <laughs> like, some people think, like, it's some free grant. Yeah, no, so the government, yeah, the government yeah, are giving away houses. The government are giving you a loan, yeah? <laughs> so it's interest-free for the first five years. So obviously mm-hmm. that's a buy it, yeah, think, yeah, buy it, yeah. No interest for the first five years. So how it works is... There is also a cap on yeah, the Yeah, the there's a cap on the property, property price. Yeah, so in London is 600K, and I believe yeah. out of London is 450K. So they're different as well. So they in London, they'll give you up to 40% equity loan of the property price, yeah? And out of London, it's 20% of the property price mm. they'll give you up to. So you don't actually have to take 40% if you don't want it. You can take 30. <laughs> yeah. But they'll give you, you know, up... Up until that's that the amount at the, the yeah. top end, and yeah, then you yeah. need to put in a deposit of five percent. You need to put in a minimum deposit of five percent. So let's just say four hundred k property, uh, they'll give you one hundred and sixty k um, of that property um, as a as an equity loan, um, mm. and then you have to put down five percent. What's that? Twenty thousand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So effectively, yeah, effe- yeah. So Good effectively, um, you then only have a mortgage of one. I'm going to say one forty. I think. Yeah, yeah, 140. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you only have a mortgage of 140. So the benefit of help to buy is it's brand new properties only. So you're going to get a nice property. Mm-hmm. Um, nine times out of 10, you're going to have low mortgage payments. And the reason you're going to have low mortgage payments is because you've just got 40% off the government yeah. as a deposit, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and you still put and you still put your 5%. So mm-hmm. um, if you're on a low salary, getting 40% of the government is obviously going to mean that you can perhaps get that better property because they're giving you such a big deposit now mm. so um it is good if it applies to you if you're somebody who isn't on a great salary don't have a great deposit then help to buy might be might be for you but the key thing to realize is you have to pay that loan off um mm. within 25 years and they start charging interest after five years okay. yeah, they're catching okay. somewhat yeah 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 i mean mm-hmm. the majority of people pay off the loan what they do is after five years they'll just sell right but mm-hmm. the key thing is as well you've got to remember their 40 percent goal so if your property you bought at 400 now worth 600 you owe them 40 percent of 600 now mm-hmm. do you see what i mean yeah that's that's the mm. thing in it yeah mm. yeah it grows mm. with the with the asset mm. um, so it, it, it's not for everyone it's not for everyone yeah like it's, it's not mm-hmm. for everyone but, but it's um, an option it's, yeah, yeah. An option yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and people don't get that mistaken with the help to buy ISA because that's two different things. A lot of people get it mistaken. They're like, oh, I got help to buy ISA, like two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, other one is shared ownership. Shared ownership is basically where you buy a percentage of the property. Yeah. So, I don't know, if a property is 400K, they might offer, they, they normally offer a minimum of a 25% share mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you basically just get a mortgage uh, based on your share. So you still have okay. to put down five percent of your share. Yeah. Um, so and that, then, that would be what of a hundred. So twenty five percent of the four hundred is one hundred grand. Yeah, one hundred grand. Yeah. yeah, and then you yeah. put in a five percent. Five percent, correct? Five, then, yeah, five percent. Oh, nice. So on five grand. grand. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then you have to get a mortgage for the rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you pay that, is it don't you pay part rent or something like that as well? Yeah, so that's yeah. the key. So you'll pay part rent as well. So the rent normally a bit pricey, it's normally more than a mortgage to be fair. Mm. But the thing is, it still gets you on the ladder and you're in a position to do something called staircasing. And that basically means you can buy a bigger percentage. Mm-hmm. So after a year, yeah, yeah, you can yeah, then yeah, yeah. say you want to buy another 25%, yeah. then obviously your share is now 50%. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? And then your monthly um, will come down a bit. 
Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, man, come so, on, fam. You need so, a little so, assistant so, or something. So, so, <laughs> come on. I mean, also, Jay, sorry. And I think one thing to know, I guess, about staircase, obviously, I've done my research to know, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, I know about staircasing is that when you staircase, it's almost like you are buying the property again ish. Yeah, so th- there's a whole new affordability has to be done. Right, yeah, so yeah, there's yeah, a whole okay. new, yeah, they have to yeah. accept the terms, etc. Because things change, right? Because if you're buying your, your staircase and your rent's mm. going to drop now because you're going up mortgage, yeah, and going like it, it swings around about if that makes mm. sense. Um, but yeah, man, shared ownership, like I say, not for everyone, um, but it does work for some, it does, it does work for some people. And I've got a little gem. So if anyone doesn't have a deposit, I've actually done a mortgage with 100% shared ownership, no deposit. That's so, crazy in yeah. these current times. Oh, hello. Crazy, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. This, they completed in November, so like it was recent. Um, mm-hmm. Property was 250. She was actually buying it off for a month. Um, right, right, the, right. The percentage was 35%. She didn't have a deposit. I got 100% um, mortgage. Mm. Crazy. So yeah, yeah, that's, there, that's is hope, there is hope for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Might, might see uh, yeah. the, I guess impending doom of trying to get this crazy number mm, of yeah. mm-hmm. x many thousand for your deposit mm-hmm. um there are like yeah yeah there's options there options and yeah they're viable so yeah, I, just don't, I just don't assume man i realize people just make too many assumptions in this game mm. like, and they're just yeah. wrong you got to do your reading yeah. and yeah, speak to experts yeah just yeah like, speak possible, seek yeah. professional help like jamie and i Definitely. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike's, Mike's changing his handle to yeah, Mike, yeah. Oh, Mike P and the Peace Property Fund. <laughs> hey, come on, code, code, code. Yeah, man. Um, and one, I'll, I'll quickly move into another. Uh, were you going to say something, Dan? I was going to say, uh, any are there any other like schemes? Or those are like basically the main two that I know. Yeah. So mm. one I love, yeah, is you probably heard of it. Is right to buy. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Not many people are getting them now, but listen. Right to buy. Like, if you got that 10 years ago and you got a property in, like, Hackney, Islington, you're, you're on a gold mine. Gold yeah, 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 mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, basically, what right to buy is the council, if you've got a council property, um, if you lived in there, I think it's five, six, five or six years, can't remember. Uh, DM me if you need to know. Um, that You can get right to buy on it. So, basically, uh, you can get a discount on the property, mm-hmm. right? So, effectively, let's just use 400K as the... the, the the barometer again. Um, if they give you, I think they could give you up to sixty percent, sixty percent discount. Uh, don't quote me on that one again. Sorry, but um, they basically you can now buy the property at sixty percent of what it's worth. Mad. At forty percent of that's what it's worth. Sorry, because yeah, they're giving you they're giving you discount. Yeah. So that's nuts. So, like it's 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 at, like if you can get that. I don't say why you wouldn't. So you're actually getting a 400k property for 160. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad, mad, mad. Mm. It's crazy. So my thing is, once you get a mortgage on that, and sometimes you don't even have to put down a deposit. So if your salary means that affordability-wise, you can afford that loan without a deposit, you you haven't even put money down. Mm. Uh, You just go straight to to paying that. because your your deposit's in your equity, isn't it? So that's why you ain't got to put nothing down. Yeah, go on. Okay, but th- you'd be offered. So if you're, I don't know, you live in a council house and you've been paying mm. rent, mm. you're entitled to, well, possibly entitled to that scheme. Yeah, you or can buy the property you... at a discount. 
So the council, yeah, no, you own it, you own it. But because you've been on, you've been on the council books for so long, you've been a tenant. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. They've now offered you right to buy it. So they say, listen, you've been on this property for, you've been paying whatever. Listen, do you want to buy mm. this off us? We'll give you a discount. Mm. Oh, that's mad. Yeah. But there's, 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 there's not there's things to consider. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't sell it until after five years. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. Five years after you own it outright? After, after you buy five it. Years after you buy it. Yeah, it then that's, okay. but, that's but calm. who cares? Because that's you calm. are yeah. paying your mortgage, so you probably, you'll be in a position where, well, it's like, if I said to you, man, listen, do you want 240 grand? Like, you're going to take it. That's basically <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> they're yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. if you start that property in five years, you're going to be making, you're, let's just say the property stays at 400k, You've made your mortgage payments. You're going to be making. You're Already, going to have more yeah, than yeah, you've yeah, been you're given good. to you. So yeah, yeah, you're, you're killing that's, it. That's, that's... If you can get it, no brainer. Man. Yeah, mm. you very rarely get a two hundred and forty. Bro, no one just <laughs> says, "Yeah, listen, take two hundred and forty k." Like, mm-hmm. it's um, I like doing right to buys because I, I just um, there's a sense of fulfillment when you do a right to buy. But like, it's just good. I like doing them. And I, I, for me as well, like with the right to buy, it is almost a. I don't know, a, a win for the little man or the balance Correct. whilst being restored. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I know it's kind of a stigma which comes with council housing and people yeah. council housing, but it's mm-hmm. a nice opportunity for them to kind of say, I want to join this game, this rap yeah. race, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I can understand why. Um, you, you and like and do, you know what, do you know what? I watched a very interesting show on Right to Buy. Yeah, there was this woman, I think she got offered it so you're really making the money, like I said, if you was offered it 10, 15 years ago, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Because how, you know, how pro- property prices have gone up since then. Mm-hmm. There was a woman, I think she lived in Hackney. So I think she got her right to buy. Yeah. So she might've got 60, 40% off. And what she was doing is she was re she, she remortgaged it, took the equity out and just kept buying properties. Kept doing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she's got like a portfolio worth over like two million pounds or something. So yeah, you could mad. actually, like Dan said, from like you I said, up off that. but like you was a council tenant and now you're a millionaire, like yeah, yeah, yeah. because of all because you took advantage of one scheme. All right, that's just for the mm. people that might not know when you say equity. Yeah, so equity, you got four hundred k property. Uh, if you got a mortgage of three hundred k, you put hundred k down. Um, the equity is a hundred k. So if you so sold money in. Yeah, the house. it's money yeah, in money the you've house. paid off or paid into yeah. the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's basically that. Yeah, so yeah, that's what it is, man. Yeah. Equity is, is is a word that yeah I used to hear when when I was younger and just be like, what what is what? this? It sounds mm-hmm. good, but how does it? It doesn't even make sense. But um, yeah, over time, yeah, you do your research, you speak to people and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's basically what's left in the property um, after you've like paid off the mortgage, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned as well just briefly just before we started recording and you've said here about you know there's different schemes for different people mm-hmm. um, and you said you wanted to do maybe like um, our individual cases because all of our situations here are, are different yeah. Yeah. Different, isn't so it? it's yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. It kind of makes sense to go into that yeah so this is a good one man and this is why mortgages and I'm going to tell you why coming to a broker um, is the best thing yeah well me anyway what's the uh, what's the what's the alternative you would say that wouldn't okay. you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the alternative is going going to a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, the normal retail standard. Bank. Yeah, going to so you know whoever Vanilla. your bank is, like you said, yeah, you go into your your because that's what a lot of people do. They're so programmed that they know that their bank does mortgages. Okay, I'm just gonna go to my bank. Yeah, yeah. that's what people mm. think. Yeah, um, you've got um, the other alternative is you might go online. So online there's like um, 
like you know like a compare the market but uh-huh. like a mortgage mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. so there's those people as well and i'll tell you about them as well you've got online brokers as well so you might have heard of people like habito um yeah don't want to give them too much shine yeah that's people what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 people <laughs> like people like people like habito but it's good i'm obviously i'm letting people know their options uh-huh. um so they're like your met, and then you got you got you got brokerages, yeah. So people like you often hear the term brokerage or brokers in the city. So they literally just broke mortgages, yeah. And then you've got estate agents. So like the place I used to work, countrywide, they owned estate agents, and then they had their brokers in the estate agents, yeah. Right, okay. mm-hmm. And then you just got an independent, for example, like myself. So the reason I'm going to use you lot because let's just say, for example, yeah, you lot um, all had a hundred k deposit. You all wanted a property for 400k and your salary was all the same. Yeah. So let's just say you can all afford a mortgage of 300k, yeah, uh-huh. from the bank. Yeah. So, firstly, the re- and this is the benefit of coming to a broker. So, Dan, what do you, Dan, what's your current work situation? Current circumstances on furlough. Um, so, money is lower than it usually is. I can't, yeah. I don't think I'll be able to get a mortgage. Yeah, but you're still get you're still getting the furlough eight yeah? percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Richie, tell them a bit about you. Uh, I'm a freelancer. I technically self-employed via a limited company. Okay. Mike, you need more information than that? No, that's cool, Mike. Yeah, so I'm uh yeah in full time employment, but I work in sales. Uh, okay. so I get commission quarterly, so my paychecks can vary from time to time. All right, and you live. Uh, in full-time employment, um, fixed salary, so nothing changes from month to month. Okay, wicked. So, I'm saying, I'm just, just for, for ease, yeah, let's just say you're all on Wait, does this feel like Jamie's going to do a magic trick to anyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is... Boom, you got a mortgage. Boom, all right, yeah, no, you'll get it, you'll get it. Um, yeah, well, let's just say you're all in 30k. Yeah, Mike's Mike's uh, Mike's salary is, is is a lot of commission. Dan's 30k is, uh, from his furlough. Richie's in self-employed, and like I said, Les is actually my my vanilla customer. Yeah, because he's is just straight employed. Right. Let's not so, use that term, but yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 keep chocolate, it, keep yeah? it, keep let's it. Yeah. it. Chocolate. Yeah, let's change. It. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. So let's say, for example, yeah. Dan, um, Dan, uh, uh, banks with nationwide, yeah. So Dan thinks, you know what? Yeah, me and the missus, we're gonna go nationwide, get our mortgage. Nationwide don't take applicants that are on furlough, so bye. Like, Dan that's can't get a mortgage, one done, yeah, 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 yeah. that's one. Mm. All right, Mike goes in there. Mike, let's just say, for example, Mike's 30k, 20, 20, 20k of this, um, commission, 10k of this basic right now because of COVID, nationwide aren't taking commission, but I'm kicking up stink. You see what I mean? Yeah, they're not taking overtime. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that stuff. All right, cool. Um, Richie, contractor. So, for example, with uh, different lenders, um, it, because Richie's a contractor, it depends how long he's been doing it. It depends what his last contract was, etc. So, certain lenders will say no to Richie. So, for example, uh, people like NatWest, they'll say no to Richie because he doesn't fit their criteria. Les, for example, would probably be the only one who fits everyone's criteria yeah, because yeah. he's he's squeaky clean, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what I'm, the point being is, you can waste your time walking into your bank. You can have all these appointments. Mm. Where I whereas if cheap. you come to me, I can tell Dan Santander takes furlough. I can get your mortgage. Exploring in. the whole yeah, mm-hmm. Mike. 
uh, Mike um, Santander are also taking um, overtime and commissions, so we're going to go with them. Richie, because you're self-employed and you're a contractor, Halifax have got great, um, great propositions for, self, for, for, for someone of Richie's, basically, mm. what he does. So if mm. you basically, if you go to an estate agent, for example, yeah, imagine going to an estate agent and you can only buy the houses through that estate agent. You limit yourself, in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, but that's mm. exactly what you're doing with a mortgage. If you go into Nationwide, Nationwide are going to tell you what rates Nationwide offer. They're not going to tell you what HSBC and NatWest offer. Of course, of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course. So mm, I could potentially mm. save you two, three hundred pound a month, or get you the house you really want because you came to me. Or yeah, you could yeah. go Nationwide and get a worse house at a higher rate. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Or because you didn't come to it's me. It's like it's like a one-stop shop, man, and exactly. saving a lot, saving a that's lot of time. Exactly what it is. You, you've that's got exactly the, the you've got the bird's eye view on the game, kind of. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like man, it guy Asda for that finest Tesco brand. Do you, do you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man, mm-hmm. what that Tesco finest bro? I'm not gonna find that in Asda. So, mm. basically, I can find the best lender that suits your circumstances. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. a best spoke service, like, it's for you because everyone's situation is different. That's what it is. Mm, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. don't that waste your sense. time. Yeah, don't waste your time going to your bank because. A, you might get a worse interest rate, and B, it could potentially stop you from getting the house of your dreams. Do you see mm. what I mean? So, mm. you don't want to do that. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that, and you want to save money in it, especially first-time buyers. You want to mm. save money. So, but the benefit as well on the on the other side is obviously you don't pay a bank, right? So you don't charge a fee for a bank. So banks don't charge fees, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess the benefit of them is okay. You might save a broker. Let's say a broker charges. Standard normally about six nine nine five nine nine yeah so you might save yourself that but when you're borrowing hundreds of grand seven hundred pounds yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you, you sacrifice that for the house of your dreams I guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah or yeah, I could save you seven bills within your your first save that across the first three months or exactly. yeah like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you a better rate so yeah yeah the return on investment in it yeah man I I I get it though because I worked in a bank in it and that's all I knew all I knew was nationwide. And when I stepped, when I when I jumped off that cliff, yeah, I was like, "Wow, there's a whole new world here." Yeah. Like, and you're you're, you're so right about uh, conditioning and whatnot. Like these mm-hmm. are brands which spend like millions of pounds on advertising yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on our high streets, it's what our parents have always done. Mm-hmm. So kind of just following in those footsteps blindly, whereas yeah. Uh, if, as you said, yeah, if you just take a step back and kind of see it from a bird's yeah. eye view, yeah, 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 you can actually reap the rewards. It's crazy. Yeah. Let me let me um tell you a little bit about this COVID market as well. So anyone that's listening is thinking about you know getting a property in the next six to twelve months, um the COVID market is absolutely crazy. So like I said, pre March, they'll take all the overtime's fine. I can get you a mortgage with overtime and commission. Now I'm having to I might have two or three who let me do it. Like mm. the market mm. is crazy. So for example, like self-employed people now. They'll only some lenders will only lend you sixty percent of what you're actually earning. Mm. As the pre-COVID, mm. you get a hundred percent of what you're earning. Okay. So the majority of they don't don't want to take the risk, in it. Yeah, they don't want to take yeah. the risk, and 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 I, I get it. Um, and even pre-March, when like when we was proper in lockdown, I feel like mate, was it like April times, April May? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They mm. they were asking for forty percent deposit for a first-time buyer. Forty percent. Yes. Yeah. If you think Lots. about what pe- what people are earning and whatnot, it's, mm. it's, it's yeah, that's yeah. slash impossible, especially if you're looking in London. Yeah. Myth. Jay, just um, 
just, I guess it's one of the sort of, not a jargon buster, but just mm. as a sort of group of people, um, first time buyers, you people always hear first time buyers, this first time buyers, that, um, mm-hmm. what are some of the benefits that first time buyers get, um, and should utilize if you are looking to buy a property? Yeah, so with, with the whole first time buyers, it's a little bit of a, a misconception, you know, because a lot of people think, okay, only first time buyers pre COVID could put down 5%. But yeah. even if you own the property already, you could still do that. So the really beneficial benefit of a first time buyer is stamp duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For anyone that doesn't know what stamp duty is, that's, it, it's the um, tax, land tax, basically, that, you, that you, you're charged for buying a property. Um, so pre-COVID, if you wasn't buying a property for over 300k and you was a first-time buyer, you wouldn't have to pay stamp duty. But anything over 300k, you would have to pay stamp duty on. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a first-time buyer, basically, you had that benefit. But whereas if you'd own a property before, you'd have to pay um, a certain percentage um, of stamp duty uh, land tax. So the benefit really for first-time buyers is there's a few products that are for first-time buyers. You might get a better interest rate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but really, the main thing is, is you save a lot on that stamp duty. Mm. Okay. The main mm-hmm. thing really. But well, when, when, when's stamp duty returning? Or has it so already? It ends, no, it ends 31st of March. So it's still it's still here. Stamp duty is still mm. here. They've just changed the parameters. So yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, okay. k before. Now it's 500k. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you was an investor, you would have been paying five percent before. Now you're paying three percent. Um, so there was a lot of money. There's been a lot of money lost from the government, but for us, there's been a lot of money mm. saved, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also do um, life insurance and that as well, isn't it? Yeah. So um, life insurance, home insurance, um, life insurance is actually something that I actually enjoy doing because I get the value of it. Yeah, mm. and I've seen how. People, when I was working in Nationwide, I've seen our people without, like, literally, some guy, he got a mortgage, um, advisor offered him life insurance, and I think it was literally four weeks later, he um, well, he got cancer, right? So the proposition was to him, okay, take out some cover, which means if you get cancer, your mortgage gets paid off. Didn't take it. Got cancer, can't work. How are you going to pay your mortgage? You know what I mean? Fucking no. But, what's um, that, uh, re- repossession type? situation yeah or... repossession tax yeah or selling in it selling and then you don't have a house yeah, um so life insurance um, is it, it covers you for life like circumstances illness, what is illnesses it? illnesses mm, and... yeah so there's you don't have a lot of people think you need to have life insurance when you have a mortgage so there's there's three different types so the first one is yeah life insurance yeah mm. um and that's basically covers you if you die yeah so whether you've got a mortgage or not, doesn't matter, yeah? So let's just say, for example, Mike wanted life insurance. He wanted 100K. So basically, on Mike's death, yeah, whoever Mike puts in his... um, I'm going to get a bit complicated, yeah? But mm-hmm. listen to the jargon busters. I'll explain these, yeah? If he put... He'll put this into a trust. So let's just say Mike, Mike's got no kids, no missus, yeah? He'll put it into a trust. And basically, that 100K will then go to whoever his beneficiary is, say, if his mom, his dad, his brother, yeah? Mm-hmm. So they will get, basically get 100K, yeah? So majority of single people don't get life insurance because they're dead, in it, So they can't benefit from it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if, for example, if you've got a kid or if you've mm-hmm. got a missus, that 100K on your death can help them with the bills. It can help. Yeah. It, it just basically helps with the standard of living, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the common one is the mortgage one. So it's life insurance, but it just covers your mortgage. So if you were to pass away while you have a mortgage, yeah. your mortgage gets paid off. Basically, 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so typical, if you've got a family, let's just say, for example, the mum's the breadwinner, guys stay at home. Um, if she dies, how's he going to pay the bills? You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's where, mm-hmm. that's where life insurance um, helps. And basically, with the, the aim for life insurance is you don't want to be worse, better off if there was a loss, basically. You mm. want that money to make sure you can still do everything she was doing pre, 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 pre the, um, pre the death, basically. Um, yeah. And then you got one called critical illness cover. That's probably yeah. the most expensive one. Um, and the one that I would probably advise because it's probably the most likely to happen. That's why it's expensive. And that just basically means, but it's a good one as well, because if you survive from it, you can still benefit from it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you have a heart attack, cancer, multiple sclerosis, there's so many different ones. Mm. If that happens to you, your mortgage gets paid off. So yeah. whether you survive, die, your mortgage mm. is paid off. Um, mm. And a lot of the time when I'm talking to clients, I'm explaining the benefits because I don't recommend it if I don't think they need it. But mm. if I think you need it and you're, I can see your bank statement and you're paying £70 for your iPhone 10 or whatever, this life insurance is going to cost you £40 to protect your life and you don't want it, I just, I, I, I can't rationalise it. Mm. But that's me, so, so... A, that's me coming from a... Um, a professional informed view, perspective yeah, I know yeah, it. Yeah, yeah yeah but when you see some of the uh, things people spend their money on and they don't want to spend it on protecting their life it's, it's hmm. crazy it's yeah. value mm-hmm. it's, like, it's, it's about uh, yeah, value propositions and, and whatnot. Yeah. And how we need to maybe realign those yeah as opposed to and bro people think let's be honest people think I'm 25 I'm not going to die I don't need life insurance mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean I, so but, um, I've, I've got an example of that yeah so I I think I've got yeah all of it like when I took out mine um, and just the way I thought of it was um, yeah some people say oh I'm 25 but yeah everyone who passed away was healthy at yep. a point everyone was 25 at some point mm-hmm. and they probably had the same views of so that's why I was like I have to get it because everyone who ends up unfortunately encountering mm-hmm. this thing, it was mm-hmm. fine and dandy at one point so yeah. Yeah. And, that's, that's, and that as well the older you get the more expensive it gets the more uh, yeah uh-huh. And then the more likely you are to, to run into these, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so my life is if anyone's got any questions, man, on life insurance, just just um, I mean, hit the DMs. Um, it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a good thing to have, man. Yeah, so, did you cover them all, Jamie? You said life insurance, you said the next one about critical illness. Was that so you got was there any more? Yeah, they can get confusing, but I'll just try it quickly. So you've got life insurance, so you can either do that whether you've got a mortgage or not, and that's literally hmm. payable if you die. Yeah, hmm. critical illness. Hmm is payable so you can get critical illness on a mortgage you don't have to have a mortgage it's payable if you get a critical illness yeah you set the figure that you want yeah Mm. um and then there's income protection as well so that's an important one so that literally does what it says in the tin it protects your income so if you can't basically work you basically get paid a salary so let's just say you got cancer right and you had income protection you can't work in it if you've got cancer Mm -hmm. so you will then get a monthly payment until you can go back to work basically okay mm. so that's the other okay. one that's the other one but um like i said not one size fits all depends on the client mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. i'm um, surprised more people don't talk about those things man like actually thinking about them i'm like oh, no one to, to not i want to talk about death though like it's not a nice thing to talk about mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah and it's mm. something that we mm. all encounter but yeah, I think it's going yeah, to happen. Like, yeah, we'll talk about it and prep ourselves for these things, and yeah. I guess make it an easier journey or yeah. obstacle. The, the better it is. So, I, yeah. think, mm-hmm. I think I think life insurance is also one of those insurances 
insurance policies that you can't be penalised for not having. So like car insurance, for example, the obvious example. You get penalised for it. But whereas mm. life insurance is, uh, you have it and it's just running in the background. And yeah. touch wood, hopefully nothing ever happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the instance yeah. that it does, you're mm. going to wish that you did have it. Yeah. yeah, and no matter what no one says, like money is a healer. Like if you've lost a loved one and someone says, "Okay, here's two hundred k," it's never gonna bring that person back. Don't get me wrong, but it can help with funeral costs. You know what yeah, I mean? It can course, help. Yeah. It can help with other things. So mm-hmm. a raft of things, yeah. yeah, a raft of things. But the the reason why we don't talk about it, no one wants to talk about death. No one wants to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't enjoy the comment like imagine someone's yeah they got their mortgage completed like uh, yeah let's talk about if you die now it's a real thing that yeah that, that shouldn't be spoken about mm, uh, yeah. yeah you keep yeah. mentioning yeah if people want to hit you up they can DM you I saw mm. on Instagram you put up a opportunity an opportunity for followers to ask you some questions uh what yeah. were some of the questions that you sent so in? one second yeah so one of the questions was uh how do i go about getting how do i go about getting more than one residential mortgage um so wow. yeah so basically mm-hmm. the, the first thing you got to ask yourself is why yeah why do you need two places you're going to live in yeah mm-hmm. and I'm going to say a word which is is like a buzzword for me, yeah? It's plausibility. So lenders look at things of does it make sense, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm. So if you live in London and you work in London, why do you have two residential properties? doesn't make sense. Mm. If you live in London and you've got a new job in Liverpool, then that makes sense if you buy a residential property in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So it, yes, you can have two residential properties, but it has to be plausible. It has to make sense. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. going to buy one residential property. You're not going to have a four-bedroom uh, residential property in Enfield, yeah? yeah? And then buy buy a two-bedroom wood green. It's not plausible. It doesn't make sense. Why would yeah, you downgrade? Yeah, 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 yeah. It might be convenient you know I mean? for, for some yeah. funny, so, for some dodgy <laughs> people. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of the time, we, we I get this question, oh, but yeah, can I just rent it out? Can I just do this? So... That is what I get all the time, like because I know why people ask them questions because they want to rent mm. out the yeah. other property. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, it's all about plausibility, man. Mm. With lenders, it's all so it's we, all about so, does it make sense? So Jay, so say I went to a lender and said, uh, uh, yeah, I somehow managed to get. I want to get. I have one residential property and I want to get a mm-hmm. second. Yeah. What sort of? Why? No, as in, what would be the negative? In terms of the lender doing it, so what would the lender sort of penalise me for? Why for wouldn't they want to give it to you? Yeah, why wouldn't they want to get me? Mm. Risk you. the money they're putting out, maybe. No, because you can't live in two properties at the same time. Yeah, so and it's them, cheaper than getting a thing, right? Than getting yeah. a um, a buy to let or whatever. Now, what it is is that are you lot frozen. Rich, yeah, Rich, no, your I'm, video. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, I can um, I can hear you lot. Yeah, yeah. What it is is they want to make sure you're not doing. They call it a backdoor buy to let. Right, so okay. you're, they want to make sure you're not renting it out. And because buy to let yeah, are investment properties. You have to pay tax on them. So if you mm. do that, first of all, you're avoiding tax, which is against the law. Yeah. yeah? Secondly, uh, you're not going to be putting down as big as a deposit because mm. on a buy to let, you've got to put down 25%. If I get second residential, I'm putting down 10%. So yeah, yeah, the, yeah, le- yeah. The, the lender have um, rules and, and, you know, codes of contact they have to abide by. Yeah. Um, 
So if you literally just walked into a bank and said that, they're just going to laugh at you. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like I said, if it makes sense, it's mm. doable. Like I've done that for, for clients that it makes sense for. Um, another mm. one you get is, another one you get is all the time, yeah, is, oh, oh yeah, I've got a second job, man. I've got a second job. I've been working there for, for, for two months. Um, yeah, I, they'll be able to lend me more now, innit? Because you've got another salary, right? But lenders are not stupid. If you work 40 hours a week and you're a nurse, how and all have you got another second job for a chef that's 50 <laughs> miles away? Do you see mm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it's mm. all about making sense. And if it makes sense, lenders are normally cool. Like, they're people, innit? They're underwriters, they're people. They're like <laughs> us. But yeah. if it don't make sense, like me, I'm not going to put through something that makes sense. That doesn't make sense anyway. Um, yeah. But you get that a lot, man. Like, people will literally... So a lot of lenders, they don't even take into account second jobs because they know that people will just get a second job as soon as they get the mortgage stop it do you know what stop i mean it. whereas yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, mm. the mortgage loan has mm. been um has basically been given to you on the premise that you've got two jobs yeah to double back a little bit um I, did we touch on buy to let jay i can't remember no we, we have we yeah i think we really. spoke i just yeah so so buy to let is probably a term the listeners probably hear a lot and I think in this whole new um, generational wealth, uh, property, you know, you know the buzzword. It's the space, it's the space mm. we're in, yeah. We're yeah, in, it's the uh, space we're in where, you know. Freedom, financial independence. So. Correct, yeah. Everyone, yeah, you know what, man? I'll just, I just, I just rent a few properties. You know what I'll say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And in mobile, reality, yeah, yeah becoming more. In reality, there are moguls and there are people like that. But it's not easy, do you know what I mean? It's, it's not easy. So firstly, whether buy to let, you need to have um, at least 25% deposit. Uh, and with a buy-to-let, it's not based on your earnings. So whereas a residential mortgage, right, mm-hmm. um, they normally lend you 4.5 times your salary, 4.7. That's what you can borrow normally. Mm-hmm. Um, with a buy-to-let, the security is based on the rent that you're going to get because obviously you're telling me you're going to rent it out, right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so lenders do something called a stress test, yeah? And it's, I'm not going to confuse the listeners. They do something called a stress test in the background. So if that rent is enough, it's normally about 145%, whatever the mortgage payment is, right? So if you've got a £1,000 mortgage, if your rent is at least 1450 you can normally get the loan, right? Yeah? Um, but it depends on the lender. Every lender's different, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um and then, yeah, you can get the loan and you can basically rent it out, basically. Um, but with obviously buy-to-let, there are tax implications as well. Yeah. So you have to um, you have to obviously pay tax on a buy-to-let because it is an income. Um, you do get an allowance, so you will get a small allowance. I think it's about 2K, give or take, um, mm-hmm. in terms of what you earn. Um, if you buy a buy-to-let as well and you already have a residential property, you're going to have to pay additional stamp duty on that mm-hmm. property as well. So just right. be aware of that. Um, I'll touch on something called limited companies, yeah, quickly. So... A lot of people, and you've probably heard of this, everyone says, okay, just get your buy-to-let in a limited company, right? Because if you're a higher-rate taxpayer paying 45%, that's what you're now going to pay on your rental income, yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. But if you get it in a limited company, you only pay corporation tax, which is 19%. Yeah, 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 so yeah, that's yeah. why you get a lot of people at the moment buying properties um, yeah. in limited companies. Under, but, um, yeah. yeah, but buy-to-let, don't let it scare you. It's pretty easy. As long as you have 25%, we can, have a, we can have a conversation um, in terms of the deposit. Um, the majority of people get buy-to-lets on interest only, yeah? So that basically means you're only paying off the interest on the loan, yeah? So that means your payments are going to be much lower 
than mm. if you've got a repayment mortgage where you actually pay off the capital. So if you put, if you bought a property for 400K and you put down 25%, which is 100K, that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 100K. Mm -hmm. So you basically mortgaged 300K, yeah? Mm -hmm. If you get a 25-year term, in 25 years, your mortgage is still going to be 300K on the interest only, mm -hmm. yeah? Okay. And that's why your payments are so small. But if yeah. you get a capital and repayment mortgage, your payments are going to be a lot higher. Yeah. So the majority of buy-to-let uh, investors have interest only because it's all about the income. They want yeah. more income. Yeah. They yeah. want yeah. more yeah. income. That's, that's yeah. what it's all about. And at uh, the end of that term... You have to pay off that 300 yeah. in a lump sum. Yes, Dan. Correct, Dan. Yeah. So you have to pay off. So you need to have a repayment vehicle. Uh, can you not see me, yeah? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You need to have, I'm going to give you an example. So you need to have like a repayment vehicle in the background that pays off that interest only. And it, that's pretty easy because all you say is you're going to sell the property in it because you've already got the equity in it. So yeah, yeah. that's what you have to say. But um, I'll give you guys quickly um, an idea of the difference between payments um, of a repayment and um and interest only, and let you know you know what 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 you think would be more beneficial. So, doo -doo -doo -doo. just get this for you. All right. So, for example, yeah, it's actually four hundred k property just comes up. Yeah, loan three hundred k. Yeah. So in this COVID market, like I said, interest rates are a lot higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you would pay. Uh, on a 400k property, you'd pay 507 pound a month, yeah, on mm -hmm. interest only, yeah. Mm -hmm. You'd probably get for a property around here, you'd probably get about 1500 rent, so you'd probably make about a thousand pound a month growth, yeah. yeah. So before any tax or, or anything deducted, which is a good return, yeah. That's yeah, okay, is, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you got that on a repayment mortgage, and we'll just say, for example, we'll just go for 25 years, for example, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, because basically, the longer the term, the longer your payments on a repayment yeah. mortgage. Um, you would be paying £1,300 a month. So yeah. you, you get why people get it on an interest only, because if it's an investment, you want to make more money. Yeah, monthly, you're just right? going to make more money, yeah. Yes, yes, the minimum yes. you can. Yeah. Exactly. But not all people do that. Some people, yeah. they want to pay that off. Um, yeah. And obviously, when you're paying it off, I'll say the word again, equity, you're paying it off, you're going to have more equity in the property yeah. when it comes to, you don't have to sell the property when it comes to the end of the 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. with that repayment one, you're making, what was the number? It was one, so you'd be making... So you'd be making, you might be making, say, two, three hundred pound a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas with interest only, you're making a grand. So I know what I would do personally. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jay, just to not, I guess uh, we don't want to shortchange the listeners. You mentioned a stress test with buy to lets. Just cover yeah. it quickly with, I uh, guess, if you want to include right, it's, con right, it's confusing, yeah. So we're really getting into the. Show us, your, show us your skills and break it down. <laughs> All right. So lenders will dump, do something called a. Actually, I'm going to use my brother because my brother's trying to do this now. Literally just helping him in a car. Hmm. So my brother has a 246,000 mortgage, yeah, with, um, with a lender, yeah. So this lender uses a stress test of 145%, yeah. So what you do is you get a mortgage balance, yeah? You times this by 145%, yeah? Okay. And then there's something called a pay rate, yeah? I'm not going to go on <laughs> to yeah, yeah. Pay rate, yeah? They do something called a pay rate at 5.5%, yeah? So then you times 5.5%. Hold on. Two, four, three. So 200,000, 243,000 times uh, 145%. Mm -hmm is 352,350 
yeah? yeah. Then you times that by the pay rate of 5.5%, yeah? Yeah. And that's £19,379.25. You then divide that by 12, yeah? Okay. So that a figure that I got is 1,614,933. So he now needs that property to be rented out at minimum one thousand six hundred and forty. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, see like, what, I can see why they call it a stress test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trust me. Yeah. Uh, Jamie was Jamie was doing the maths to say you get it. I was like, yeah, I'm not even yeah. listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a if you really want to do your research, yeah, you can you can do that. Of but course, yeah, lenders yeah, yeah. have these calculators in it, so you literally just put in the rent, put in the mortgage, put in the profit price, and it tells you what rent you need. Mm-hmm. And that that kind of makes you know whether or not it's a viable. Correct, correct, Dan. And uh, one of the biggest things and why mortgages don't go through is because people lie um, and about how much rent they're going to get. So, for example, mm-hmm. if, if you need a stress test, if you do a stress test that says you need 1,600, um, people will say, yeah, that property is going to get 1,900, yeah? But when it comes to the valuation, a value mm-hmm. is going to go round, yeah? And what yeah. he does, he uses comparables. So he'll see what properties in a quarter mile radius no, same property, same, same type. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. rent are they getting? So what I do is I call around the estate agents. I go on right move and I see what because I know clients they just want you to get them the mortgage, so they're not always going to give you the right figure. Mm. That's why in this game transparency is important because people need to tell the truth. Because if you lie, you're just going to the mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you might as well just be honest, man. And then um, yeah, as long as the lender goes round because um, they do evaluation, valuation is the most important part. I would say the mortgage process. Of why they don't go through, and if yeah. the if the surveyor says yeah yeah you get seventeen hundred for this you'll get a loan. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. But if they say you'll get thirteen hundred for this, you'll get a lower loan, which means you've got to put down a bigger deposit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're important. Valuations are, are massive, man. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. What were some of the other the other questions? Yeah. Um. What was I written down? One sec, boys. I'm sure we probably we probably covered some yeah, of them anyway. Yeah, we've covered, we've covered a lot. Still. A lot. I, yeah. I feel like yeah, I need a, a qualification or accreditation. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a certificate at least from Jamie the Broker. That's it. I, I, I got one, Jay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The transition from going to uh, self-employed, Jay. How do you manage just your your day to day? Anyway, you still are you still doing like nine to five? Or no, find so, yourself working in the evenings or weekends. Well, I'm so productive in the evening. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'll log in. I know we log in about ten o'clock to be fair. Yeah. No, actually, that's a lie. It's nine o'clock. Logging at nine o'clock. Um, Someone's watching. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. Hmm, let me bring yeah. forward an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nine o'clock, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah now nine there about. Like, <laughs> What's that? Eight, uh, after, <laughs> after the gym, after the six a.m. gym session. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes six thirty. But um, mm. yeah, no. So general, I work like I'm proper. Um, productive at night man so sometimes mm. i'll be working till 12 one o'clock yeah um yeah. so i'll just put in the work at at night um but in terms of in terms of my day it's just not as structured i've just got a lot more flexibility like if i yeah. don't want to work on a friday or a thursday i don't have to yeah you know what i mean because yeah, yeah, yeah. i know i'm gonna put that work in maybe on saturday or sunday mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but it's just about the balance man like i said i got my, my little boy um is, is home with me now obviously my missus is a teacher she's only doing one day a week but like having him like it's so hard like Trying yeah. to do this job, but 
a lot of clients, they understand that because they're working from home. I hear dogs in the background, kids in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. They know, do you know what I mean? As long, yeah. as, you, as, long as you let them know that, you know, listen, you might hear my boy in the background. Mm-hmm. It's cool, man. But yeah, Mike, um, when I first went, I was just working from my office. Um, and obviously COVID hit and I was just working from home. But yeah. I, prefer work, I prefer working from my office every day of the week. Yeah, yeah, same. Same, mm. same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you just, like, you're more focused, man. Too much distractions at home. Yeah. Very and then you just you're just in the same four walls like same four walls. Yeah. yeah, but um yeah, that's what I want to touch on. I've got a question on the Instagram um about yeah, can you can you get a mortgage if you've been self-employed for a year? So answer is yes, you can, uh, which is good. Uh mm-hmm. majority of lenders they want two years self-employment, but I do have two or three who will go off um if mm-hmm. go off one go off one year. So yeah, man. You can get you can get a mortgage if yourself. When, you, when Jamie says he knows more. or he has these people, in my head I imagine like they're in a room, and when yeah. he needs them, he opens his room and says, "All right, you come, let's go." That. <laughs> Bro, you see, you see, you see, getting a mortgage, yeah. Like I, I really, and before I was talking to my girl, yeah, and I was like, "Bro, I need, I don't know how I'm gonna break this down to these people," but it's like it's like a puzzle, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like fitting. Mm so many different pieces to a puzzle so i'll give an i'll give an example yeah so i had a client um he just started work so he doesn't have one he doesn't even have a payslip yeah right. he only has a contract so let's just say i've got 10 lenders yeah i've, I've, I've got about 50 but let's say i've got 10 uh-huh. uh-huh. that narrows it down to about three yeah, yeah. already mm-hmm. yeah because mm. There's only about three lenders who go who will go off a client with a contract, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now let's say that guy's got a CCJ as well, yeah. So now I wow. might have what? Okay, starting. Say I got fifty and I narrow it down to ten, yeah, with a contract. Mm. So say he's got a CCJ, I might have three lenders now. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Then he tells me he's got a buy to let in the background. So now I might have one. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So every client. Like, like I said, Les is probably like I said, Les chocolate Les, yeah. Is um not what you want, but it's straight. It's straight. It's easy forward. to do. Easier to it's do. Easy yeah. to do. So Les, I could just mm. whack that puzzle together. Mm. But especially mm. when you got you got a, a missus and a, a husband and a wife. He's self-employed, so I mm. can only go to. He's he's self-employed for one year, like I just said. Yeah. She's on contract. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a CCJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's got credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Like, I might only be left with one lender now, bro. Like, yeah, 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 you got to ev- fill it in, and it's so hard, bro. It's so, it, like it's so hard, man. Is there ever an ex- my job's research? Yeah. Go on, is, is there ever an example where you think, or you might have even experienced, where it's not possible right now? Yeah. Tough, yeah, man. That must be tough. Yeah. So, what, yeah. what what kind of unfortunate boxes would you have to tick for you to turn around and say? I guess it's down to the lenders that can um, offer yeah. their services, but what mm-hmm. would you have to be, I guess, at the very bottom of the list to say, yeah, this isn't going to happen for you right now? Yeah, so so for two two, two examples. So first one, I had a client. Uh, he was um, a file, file for bankruptcy like three years ago. Um, um, and he was, an, he, was um, he was an undischarged bankrupt, so he's still bankrupt, if that makes sense. Okay. So I just mm. said, listen, I can't help you. Yeah, so so someone who's been discharged or bankruptcy for six years, yeah, it's a little thing. I can help you, yeah. um, but he was undischarged, so there's nothing I could do. But what I did say, listen, you've been for three years. Wait till three years. Once you're discharged, we can have a conversation again. Yeah, that's mean? it. You could tell them how to get to that you stage. Can tell them how to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, just just make sure you know. Like I, what I can't stand is like someone says they want a mortgage. Yeah, 
you see them and in six months you go and see them and they've gone and taken out a car on finance. I'm, what are you doing? Like, what's the priority here? The car or the house? Do you know what I mean? So, and another, another situation is sometimes based on your earnings, you just can't get what you want. So let's just yeah. say, for example, affordability. Two, yeah. yeah, affordability. If you've got two clients who are les on that one, like, and this happens, this happens not a lot, but it does happen. Yeah. If you've got two clients who have got 50K deposit and they're both on 30K, yeah. um, they've got no debts in the background, yeah? Because debts can affect how much you can borrow, yeah? So when I say mm-hmm. debts, no loans, nothing, yeah? Yeah. So they could probably get about 150K based on their income. They've got 50K deposit. They want to probably for 200K. Yeah. So the client's telling me now, well, I need, I'm staying in London. I want a property, a two-bed flat. All right, well, that's 350, so I can't help you. Do you know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. either rein it in a bit, yeah, or yeah, yeah. You double your, yeah, you, you yeah, rein yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just need to find something. Like I'm telling you, this is what you can borrow. That's your deposit. That's what you can get. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If you don't want to lower your expectation, yeah. then that's up to you. That yeah. must be a tough I mean. part of your job, like having the tax, because yeah, like telling people you can't have something based mm. on and um, like it's just yeah. a little bit it must yeah. be a, like, it is man it is and I just, I just I'm mm. just I'm very like you see me I think my biggest um, my biggest well, what I call it, my biggest commodity here is my convenience I'm very like you can message me at 11 mm. o'clock and I'll get back to you that's very what a lot of people like about yeah. me yeah. I'll speak yeah, to yeah, the yeah. weekend like you can WhatsApp me like I've got clients Mr and Mrs in a WhatsApp group do you know what I mean yeah, guys yeah, valuations yeah. on this date yeah, 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 yeah. it's convenience and you'll and you'll realise that Having that transparency and convenience, yeah, yeah. it's massive, bro. Like, yeah. but yeah, Dan, sometimes you have to just break their hearts, but you just break their hearts nicely. Like, mm-hmm. uh, this, yeah. guys, just, just to manage expectations, that's not achievable. And yeah. you might just have to lower your expectations. And guess mm-hmm. what? In five years, let's hope, for, let's hope that in five years, your salary doubles and you're earning more. And then maybe yeah. you can get that house. Mm-hmm. It's not a forever thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Jay, just, yeah. I've got probably... I feel like Leds is trying to buy a yard from you guys. Do you know what it is? It's, um, and I've said this to Mandem before, it's definitely something I want to do. I feel like I need to do it for mm. many different reasons. Um, but I'm always someone that likes talking to someone that I know, someone I'm familiar with, someone that's, I guess, yeah. done it, someone that's in the field, because you can watch like YouTube videos of all the mm-hmm. millionaires and billionaires, and they will yeah. give you certain things. But when you talk to someone who you've been with someone you know, you've grown up with, the way mm. they drop it is very different. So you're saying mm-hmm. certain things, and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I knew that, but mm-hmm. you've just said, like, everything you've said, mm-hmm. it's just kind of made it seem like it's almost impossible to not get a mortgage. Yeah. You just have to be really, something would have had to have fucked up quite mm-hmm. bad along the way. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 you know, like, nine times out of ten, there's a way in it. Yeah. There's, there's yeah, always yeah, yeah. a way. Like mm-hmm. I said, there's, you know, sometimes you can't help everyone in it, but what you can do is lead them, you know, yeah. along the right path. But well, um, what I was yeah, going to ask, um, at what is the, is a mortgage broker involved in the entire process through to buying, or is it sort of they come to you? Yeah, they ask questions, you ask questions, you get all the details, you find them yeah. sort of a lender, and then mm-hmm. do they sort of move on with that lender, or do you can where do you stop and start? Yeah, so process? so a good mortgage broker stays with it with them through the whole process like myself like i'm there from the time you first sit down with me to when you get your keys yeah Mm, and it's just that communication um so like i said another negative is going to a bank here is once you've got your mortgage offer which i'll I'll explain a little bit about if you don't want me to how it you know it works from start to finish Mm -hmm. once you've got your mortgage offer 
the bank kind of just, all right, buy now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 and yeah. so much can change from your mortgage offer mm. to completion. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So that is an, another negative of a bank here. Um, <laughs> so, Les, how I would say, so if you, if you, just anyone listening is thinking about, you know, either buying a property to live in or to want to invest, mm-hmm. first thing I would say is just obviously go down and, and speak to a broker. Yeah. Um, because what you don't want to do is start going, looking at houses, but you don't know if you can afford them. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah? If you go to a broker, there's no, I'll tell you what you can afford and that way you're not heartbroken. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you come to me, um, I would normally ask for the last three months, pay slips, if you're self-employed, last two years, tax stuff. Um, I say, listen guys, this is what you can borrow. This is what I advise. You need to get something called a decision in principle, which I spoke about in my Jargon Buster video. Um, come on. Yeah, the dip. Mm. Um, you need to get this because what this does is going to give you peace of mind because you, now you know, oh yeah, I can I can pretty much get a mortgage, you know, subject to you know yeah. them valuing the property and, and underwriting. So mm-hmm. you get a decision in principle. You go, you you view houses, you see something you like, you put an offer in. Yeah, at that stage when you put an offer in, once your offer gets accepted, you then need to get a solicitor involved. Yeah, so the solicitor, I can't stand solicitors by the way i'm gonna tell you that now they are <laughs> headaches yeah and anyone watching this knows what i'm talking about if you bought a property you know that very few have have a good experiences with their their property solicitors what was yours like done actually uh, was smooth, it was smooth you know never never met um was recommended i didn't go to one in london i went to yeah. one in in norwich and we never had to see them and the price was the price was chef's kiss yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never, it's mad, you never see your solicitor, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so so you, you get a solicitor, right? And then the solicitor um, does all the legality. So basically the solicitor will liaise with the seller solicitor because mm-hmm. there's things like searches, there's money laundering searches they have, there's money laundering checks they have to do. Just mm-hmm. all the legal stuff, yeah? yeah? That goes with buying a property because it's, remember, it's the biggest financial commitment. So you need someone dealing with that. Mm-hmm. So you get someone to deal with that. Offer gets accepted. So then what I will do now is I'll do something called, I then have to submit the mortgage application, yeah? And that basically means is that I submit your whole case. So name, date of birth, any debts that you've got, mm-hmm. et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. um, how much you're borrowing, proof of deposit, pay slips, get it all sent to the lender. And then they mm-hmm. will do something called underwriting, yeah? So that's basically... I sent something over to Dan. Dan's at the other end of the computer. He's now, as an underrated, he's looking at the case. He's making sure everything's plausible. He's making sure that this job, this client's in this, this the client can do pay this mortgage, basically, making mm-hmm. sure it's affordable, mm-hmm. yeah. making sure that even with these debts in the background, it's still affordable. So he's doing that, yeah? Because when Dan, nine times out of 10, when Dan's happy with that, we get the valuation booked in. But some lenders, they do the valuation before it even gets underwritten. Yeah. Mm. Personally, I would prefer as a broker, underwrite it, tell me it's okay, then we mm. get the valuation. That's the logical, it makes us logical. That's the logical way. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't always happen like that. Yeah. So then surveyor goes out to the property, looks at the property. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is an adequate security for the loan. Yeah. Because the mm. mortgage is a secured loan. The house is the security for that loan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you don't so pay, then they that, can't take it away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's why at the start of COVID, they were saying 40% de- 40% deposit because they knew that a lot of people's jobs are risky. So if they lose their job and they can't pay the mortgage, at least I've, I've got so much equity because the clients put down 40%. Do you know what I mean? So they're, yeah. they're, the risk is less. 
Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so that happens now. Valuation's done. And then what I like to see is a mortgage offer. So that, that's a mortgage advisor's role. You get me the mortgage offer. Mm-hmm. So then once we've got the mortgage offer, the mortgage offer I'll then send to the client, go through it with them, make sure they're happy, and that gets sent to the solicitor. Yeah? So the mortgage offer is a huge hurdle because your mortgage is secured. Your mortgage is normally secured for six months. So as long as you complete in six months, you don't need to really readjust the mortgage, right? But remember when I said before, so much can happen. So if the client decides to pull out for whatever reason, I then need to find a new property. I then need to do, I might need another mortgage. They might be putting on less deposit. So we've got to do that again, yeah? Um, If the seller pulls out, which happens, I think 80% of sales, no, not 80%, what is it, not 8%. It might be like 25% of sales fall through, yeah? if something happens on their end, we then need to have a conversation. So then throughout that time, if everything's squeaky clean, um, it normally takes about 12 weeks from, um, I'd probably say from mortgage application, it'll probably take about 10 to 12 weeks before you actually get the keys. Yeah, that is a long process. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be back and forth. Solicitors will ask you for everything under the sun. You're going to hate them. You're not going to get through to them on a Friday because they just don't pick up the phone. They just don't pick up the phone. They don't pick up the phone on a Friday. Like, it's weird. <laughs> Um, and then you, they'll send you a pack that's about this big, and it's normally your exchange pack, yeah? Daniel, no. You've got to go through everything in there with a fine-tooth comb, and I would advise everyone, you know, when they say T's and C's, go through everything, because you take don't want to get stuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's, it's not a quick accept, accept and continue. No, no, it's no, not. it's not like you're going, <laughs> cook it, accepting cookies, it's a real <laughs> serious. <laughs> <laughs> but put date night on hold, innit? Like, yeah, yeah, that this, could be the date night. This is date night, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Date night, yeah. So you go through everything, make sure you're happy. So yeah, you're in a position to exchange contracts. So exchange of contracts means you're legally liable to buy that property now. Mm. Yeah? yeah? Have to buy that property. We're getting yeah? closer, there's no, we're ga- getting there's no going back once you exchange. And then on exchange, you pay 10% of your deposit. Right. That makes sense. So if you yeah. put down 100K, you put down 10K on exchange. Yeah? yeah? And mm. then you put down the 90K on completion. So completion's normally five days or a week after exchange, right? And that's when the solicitor gets your mortgage money. They then send your mortgage money to the seller solicitor um, mm-hmm. and then they give it to the to the seller. And then, yeah, you, get yeah, yeah. And then you get a key. That's, when, that's when you can that's, pop the champagne, yeah? That's when that's it's, when yeah, yeah. Problem, That's when you get the picture, you know, when everyone's like, homeowner. Yeah, 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 homeowner, yeah, yeah. Little boomer. Yeah, homeowner, yeah. So, but I've just said it, in reality, there's so much involved in what I Of course, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jay, what's You're the right. quickest, what's the quickest start to completion that you've ever had? Quickest offer I've had is three days. Oh, right. And you don't know him as well, but I'm not, I'll tell you why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three, like, I've actually done so many mortgages. Like, and the longest? We know. Huh? Yeah. Longest. What, mortgage offer or the whole process? Whole process. The whole process. The whole process. Uh, whole process was about ten months. I had to get him a new mortgage offer because it expired. Okay, so yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, it's crazy, it's yeah. crazy. And you know what? And you know what's so bad about that? So, for example, someone like Mike here, where he's on commission, if normally they go off the last three months, pays it. So let's just say Mike has a wicked commission, yeah, for three mm. months. We can get him that property. If your mortgage runs out, yeah, and mm-hmm. we need to do new mortgage offer, and Mike sat back, the world changes. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. No it's mad. It's can't mad. It's get, mad. Can't get that property mm. no more. Do you it's know what I mean? So um, I would say quickest completion, Dan, is probably about five to six weeks from start to finish. Um, that's on a purchase, yeah? So a remortgage is a lot quicker. On a purchase, yeah. five to six weeks. That, that's, yeah, that's quick. 
Yeah, longest. Longest is about 10 months. Yeah, it's mad. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, two, like, two of my last questions, uh, Jay. My um, God, Les, man. It's not like you're paying me anything, but it's cool. That's <laughs> edit. Wow. Uh, this is for the people. Yeah, we're going to catch a get invoice yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're doing God's work over here. Um, <laughs> two questions from me, and I think they're quite big questions in property and quite a few things in life. Um, sort of rates. So what's the difference between a fixed and a variable rate? And also, the question after that would be, why do rates go up and down? Okay, so um, rates go up and down, it's just a market, yeah? Mm-hmm. So rates work in tangent with savings, yeah? So what people don't know is, you see, when you're putting your money into your savings account, they actually use that money to lend to people or mortgages. Yeah. So, you know, you've, everyone says, oh, yeah, get like 0.25% if you go to the bank, yeah? yeah, yeah That's yeah. because mortgage rates are low as well. They have to work together, yeah? Right, right, so, right. so many different factors. So, for example, the economy, yeah? So, for example, like the pandemic at the moment, that is why rates are so high, because the risk factor to lenders now mm. is crazy. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. they have to put a higher interest rate because... If it's the same as before, they're not going to be making as much money. They need to hedge it, basically. You yeah. need to hedge that. Yeah. So that's why you've got a higher interest rate. So pre-COVID, Les, I'll give you an idea, yeah? And, and this is what I want to do for you guys, yeah? So pre-COVID, let's use that 400k example, yeah? Mm-hmm. If you was pay, you, you would have been paying pre-COVID, you would have probably been paying on a... Yes, yes, to use, yeah, let's use 400k, yeah? 400k mortgage amount, yeah? Over 25 years, we'll say, yeah? Just mm-hmm. is just easy, yeah? Pre-COVID, you probably would have got a rate of 1.4% maybe, yeah? Right. So your mortgage payments would have been about 1,581, give or take, mm-hmm. yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, you're probably going to be charged a rate of maybe 2.1, give or take, yeah? Right. Give yeah. or take, yeah? So your payments... Uh, at 2.1 percent is where they're at you're looking at about 1715 so you're looking at about a good 100 190 pound more than mm-hmm. you was paying before yeah yeah, yeah. and that's oh, with wow. a big that's with a big deposit so let's just say the most people guys they don't have big deposits they normally put they normally put down like say 10 percent yeah yeah so yeah. let's just say we've got someone who's putting down 10 percent yeah which is mm-hmm. 40k yeah so let's just say they're borrowing 360 yeah mm-hmm. so basically with interest rates ledger yeah they change on the amount of deposit you put down. So if you right, put down right. 10% or if you put down 15%, you're going to attract different interest rates. So the bigger Got deposit, you. the lower your interest rate's going to be. You. you feel me? Mm-hmm, yeah? Mm-hmm. So if, Les, if you came to me and your deposit worked out 14%, yeah? Mm-hmm. And you was getting charged 3%, yeah? I would right. say put down another 3K and get 1.2%. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. you may as well put that down to save yourself money in the long run, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... For example, I'll give you an idea of how mental rates are now. You got yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, if I had a first-time buyer coming to me now, yeah, in this in this COVID COVID world, yeah, mm-hmm. if they said to me, "Listen, Jamie, I want a four hundred k property. I've only got ten percent. Yeah, twenty-five years on a repayment mortgage. Their monthly payments would be it's mad, by the way, one thousand seven hundred and eighty-one pound a month." Yeah, Safe. the mm. cheapest, the cheapest five-year fixed rate at the moment with ten percent is three point three nine percent. Yeah, that's the cheapest rate. Mm-hmm. That you lot is ridiculous. So pre-COVID, yeah. mm. pre-COVID, <laughs> they would have got 
maybe a ten percent deposit. What would they got pre-COVID? Maybe about one point eight nine. Yeah, for example, maybe I don't know. Could be a bit wrong. Don't quote me, guys. Yeah, um, they would have been paying one thousand four hundred. So you're actually now paying about four hundred pound more, more. Yeah, because yeah. of month. per month because of yeah, COVID. It's, nuts. Mm-hmm. it's actually that is lit. It's, it's mental. Crazy. It's crazy. So where, when you put down a bigger deposit. It's not as bad, but them them lower deposits because the lender's risk is that much heightened of course, because you only put down ten percent. So now, if you default and if that property ain't made any money, mm-hmm. I might not make no money. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. you've got they've hedged it with a big interest rate, so that covers them. Does that make yeah, sense? Right. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, but that's your answer on that one, Liz. Um, and what do you? Yeah, so fixed and variable. Yeah, yeah. So fixed rates is basically what it says on the tin. Yeah. You will fix a rate typically between two and five years. You can you can do it to ten years, yeah, but it's typically between two and five. So the rates or, the rates you just explained, these are the yeah. rates, yeah. Yeah, so the rates I just explained, that was just based on a five year, mm-hmm. yeah. Typically, if you fix them, the shorter you fix it for, the lower the interest rate will be. Yeah. Okay. Typically. Yeah. Did you have so, a you had a post on this on your Insta, no? I think. Something similar. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was just explaining, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So go over to Jamie the Broker, you can see it. But all fixed means is that you're fixing your rate for two years. So you'll be you're paying exactly the same amount for the next two years. Mm -hmm. That's all it means. That rate is safe. Yeah. So so if we go into a triple recession pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Depression, your depression, combustion. Yeah. Yeah. You're you've got that security. Because nothing, no matter what happens, next two years will remain unaffected for two years. Yeah. So, so the benefit of this, you've got stability, you can budget, you know what you're paying, right? Mm-hmm. But with a variable rate, and they call it the standard variable rate, it depends because every lender's standard variable rate is different. You could be paying four percent, and then in a year's time, you can pay six percent, or you can pay four percent in a year's time, you can pay two percent. So you mm. don't have the flexibility. That's the yeah. one thing. You don't have, no, sorry, you don't have the stability. Sorry, you don't have the stability and it doesn't allow you to budget because your payments can change from month yeah, to month. Yeah. yeah. But the, rate, the, rate the silver line that you might benefit and save from you, a... You just don't know, innit? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So like our parents, our parents' generation, if you speak to them, they yeah. don't know about, they don't, fixed rates to them is like, whoa, you've uh-huh. got a fixed rate. Like, they yeah, grew up yeah. on variable rates. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. They, they grew up on variable rates. Um, and... You lot have probably heard like early nineties when the rates. I think it was early nineties when the rates were like twelve point nine percent, all of that stuff. But if you had a fixed deal back then, it wouldn't matter because your fixed it stays the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stays mm-hmm. the same. Mm-hmm. Is there a you reason I mean? why you would get one or the other, or why one or the other would be, I guess, available? Yeah. To you? So if you're, just for example, you're a you're an entrepreneur, philanthropist with all this money in the world, <laughs> like you can get a variable rate because you can afford to. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, but if you're a first time buyer, you're cautious. You've never done this before. You're on a you're you're on a your salary your salary's at a ceiling where you are at the moment. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna why are safety, you gonna isn't it? it's a safe option? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's safety. Do you know what I mean? Why risk it? Um, yeah. But even at the moment, but well, lenders have cut their their base rate. So there's like variable rate, there's a base rate, and there's fixed rate. So now you can't even get base rate trackers. They're not even available. Like some some you can do, but some products you can't even get them. So it's just fixed rate, just fixed rate to the market at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want the stability themselves as well, isn't it? Of course, yeah, because yeah, yeah, to the lender, at least to them, the lenders are right, cool. Now I know you're paying me that, innit? Mm. Four or five years, but um, mm. yeah, man, the, the, the mortgage world, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, that's what a time. Yeah, what a time. I think, like, yeah, for you, like, as an experience, and 
in time, once we get out of this, like you can look back and say, like, I managed to navigate my way through one of the maddest periods and came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. like I've, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's crazy, Dan, because I've this is as much like so much like I'm fortunate, like, and I always, I always like think about this to myself, like all the mm-hmm. time when I say it to myself. Like, there's so many people who aren't fortunate, have lost their jobs, etc. Yeah. I'm lucky that I've literally benefited. Like, I've literally making more money than I ever made before. Like, mm-hmm. um, I've got the flexibility and I've, yeah, I'm just in a better position and I'm, I, I'm, I'm helping more people than I helped before getting mm-hmm. mortgages mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and life insurance. So I've, bene- I've benefited from this pandemic as, as terrible as it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I've managed to, to, to help a lot of people like get their first homes man, and, and save yeah. the money and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's the, I guess that's the only positive I can kind of take from um from this pandemic. However, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Let's have this conversation after March when the stamp duty stops. Yeah, yeah. See what it's mm. like then. Yeah, we'll check. We'll, we'll check in. We'll check in. Part check two in, coming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Honestly, I could I could drop bare gems, but we'll be here forever, man. No, it's a cold. No, we went through quite a bit, man. Big, I think. Big, big thanks for that, Jay. I feel like yeah, you, man. You, you gave it. You gave us everything, really. I feel like you mm-hmm. covered all the bases. Yeah. Like we, should do a, we should do a, we should do a whip round and um and give him some money. No, no, no. Let's just get that mad invoice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, like, yeah. As I said before, um, and I think it's we've done it in the last few episodes. Uh, it's good to talk to people who are, I guess, doing good things. Um, entrepreneurs, people who kind of step out on their own. Um, and we asked a uh, shout out to Gifted London who were on the episode last week. Just mm-hmm. to someone who, again, stepped out on their own, Jay, what would you say to someone that's, I guess, thinking about doing whatever it might be? Um, mm. What advice would you give to them about someone thinking about taking that, that plunge? Um, I literally was speaking to one of my ex-colleagues literally two days ago and she said, listen, Jay, I think about self-employed. What, 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 um, what's your advice? And like I said, it depends who's on the other end of the phone. There's like it depends who the person is, isn't it, mm-hmm. or who the advice is. But one thing I will say is try and have a safety net, man. Like protect yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just in case you know you you don't make nothing for six months. And my other thing is, bro, what's the point in what's the point in playing it safe? You might as well risk it to say, mm, did it work? If you play it safe, you're never gonna know. Yeah. Like I would never know if I stayed there. I would never know. Or yeah. if I've done it and mm. it didn't work, at least I know. You know what? Oh, it didn't work in it. I mm. tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I look at it. There's no like it. It was the unknown to me, in it. So yeah, man. I'll just say for me, I'll just say take the risk, but just it just take a calculated risk, in it. Have that safety net there. Um, mm. if you're someone who, you know, is single, living at home, uh, don't have crazy debts, then there's no reason to not just go for it, man. Mm. Just go for it. If you don't have, if you don't have crazy crazy outgoing, go for it. If I didn't have crazy outgoing, I'm living at home. I would have done this way earlier, mm. way earlier. Mm. But when you like, you got a kid mortgage. Um, yeah, man, just get that safety net. Get that safety yeah, net, man. That's the common, that's the common theme, man. People are just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, once you got your safety net, take, take the risk, man. Take the yeah. risk. Jump off the and, cliff. And you well, know the what, though, Dan, score, it's it? not, yeah, but it's not like, you see this whole, this whole, like, self-employed entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Like, uh-huh. and... Yeah, it's not as sexy uh, as everyone makes out. No, it's not mm-hmm. as like, bro, like, working, working to 1, 2 a.m., like, it's not nice, isn't it? But mm. one thing I will say is don't get don't get what's the word? Don't get um gassed into thinking that this is the only way you can make good money working for someone in this job yeah, as well. Yeah, 
you don't have to you know, go on your own. Obviously, you'd make more, but you can make a very good income being employed and working for someone and you can still help loads of people. And that's what it's about. Like, I started Jamie the Broker because I wanted to educate and help people. Like Because I know the misconceptions. I know there's probably someone out there who thinks they can't get a mortgage, but you can. So mm-hmm. I started that really, but it was just to educate and help people. And I think, I think I've done that, man. Like I've helped yeah. people with mortgages yeah. already just off, just yeah. off Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's yeah. what matters, man. I think that's one of the reasons, like from the start when you was like, well, you said it today on this podcast, but with the content you put out there, you're like, oh yeah, I'm not wearing a suit. Because I think it's, it's a big thing for people to see people like us, like, Mm-hmm. like a new generation it's not always some older guy from a different community or whatever mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. stuff I think it's I think you're doing good work and it's it's, it's very important man you're yeah I think it's well you just gotta give them the real like I'm not mm-hmm. wearing a suit I'm not gonna wear a suit I'm most comfortable in a track suit if you know you you have your your um stereotypes then we might not be able to have a conversation you do man like I mean I would I would look at you twice if if you turned up and I said this is my mortgage broker but <laughs> You said some good <laughs> things today, so I'm gonna let that one. Yeah, so. I mean, back, yeah. <laughs> it's about yeah, the, the the content, isn't it? Of course, what that's what it's about, that's, man. That's it. Like, bro, if I'm saving you money, bro, you don't care what I'm wearing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, anyone, bro, that's got anyone, guys, um, from your followers, anyone that's got um a question, like honestly, like no, it sounds so cliche, but in this thing, no questions are dumb question. Like just fire away, like mm. fire away if you got mm. any questions, man. But yeah, man, it's been a pleasure, guys. Are we listening oh, to this nice on Monday? Song, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Appreciate it. So, so um, love, man. Thanks a lot. Um, nice one. Bring-ins. Uh, bring-ins, man. What? Let's get into it. I know, Jamie, I know you're a man that's partial to a series and, and a bit of music and that. Mm. You, got, you don't have to go immediately, but... Um, you mean a bit of music, bro? I'm cold. Mm. A bit, a bit. <laughs> you're, a music. you're more of a films, man. You're, more you're of not a music, bro. man. Uh, no, I'm bang me. I just don't listen to, to the stuff that... I just don't listen to... Me to sleep music, that's it. Uh, <laughs> but I've got to bring um, in, I've got to bring in, I've got one. It is a film, too. it's a film shock. There we, um, there we go. So it's a series, sorry. Um, it's Night Stalker on Netflix. Um, it's basically about uh, it's about it's LA 1985. Mike, you'll like this one. Come um, on, LA 1985. It's basically about um, a serial killer, basically, who literally mm-hmm. just starts going absolutely crazy um within is it, it, is it, a, is it a, a, a yeah it's a documentary doc, or a drama a documentary it's a, okay it's a real life true crime documentary it's about a serial killer oh it's, oh, it's true yeah 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 where it's in true, LA is it like what hood in LA in that? it's bro he's like his crime span literally goes everywhere Just, he even goes to yeah. San Francisco like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't even narrow it down. Do you know proper what I mean? California like, yeah yeah but the guy yeah yeah like California basically but the guy is mm. literally Killing someone on this road, then going to another world and raping someone. That like, is mental. It's mental. Jesus, yeah, but um, but it's proper true, it's gripping if you like that stuff. Um yeah, man, Night Stalker on Netflix and it's a limited series, so you need to get it quick. Cold. Cold. I'll definitely check that out. That's that's kind of my bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Have I got a I'll give I'll give you a series. This is a bit of a different series, man. Um I got it is a music also one. On... I got can I can I give man a music one? Quick. Well, go on then. Yeah, so there's some guy called, his name's Emac, so E.Mac, M-A-K. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got EP out called Crack the Cold. Um, been listening to him, solid mixtape. It's only about, um, what, nine songs? But yeah, man, give him a listen, man. He's, he's decent, he's decent rapper. 
crack the code. Crack the code. It's that by us for us. Yeah, they told me no so many times, but I'm self-sufficient. I was busy when they thought that I was lost missing. This weren't my main hustle, I was just on the block spitting. From old school trying to ball like I'm Scott Pippin. I lost some friends to the streets and I still miss them. But you gotta cut the grass when them snakes hissing. Done a move for some stripes, effed up the vision. But I moved out of love and that's the real difference. Dirty money, clean envelopes. They fabricate, I played it down, still got better quotes. I cut true respected and I don't do the most. And that's since it was all chips and chicken escalope. Living through some times to give chills There's only a few left really on the reels I hustle, I was never known for jumping over tills We were shooting videos, the pigs taking stills Through the smoke and the mirrors, I kept it clear as day I know the truth so I can't listen to the things they say I was questioning the laws they said I should um, What was I saying? Oh yeah, series um, also on Netflix uh, Frank, uh, Brother Franklin uh, was the one that suggested this to me it's a it's a bit of a different one. Um, it's a series. Mm. I'm not sure what kind of category I'd put it in. I guess it's kind of kind of I guess it's fiction. Um, a series on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. It's um it's a subtitle thing based in Japan, but it's just something very different. I don't feel like I've seen anything like it before. Mm. So it's just, mm. I was gonna say it's kind of lighthearted, but it's actually not. But it's a short thing, only eight episodes. Um, I haven't even completed it yet, but it's um it's decent watch. What's it mm-hmm. about? It's about um. Some some guy, he's like a bit of a bum in it. Like he just bangs games all the time. He's not like mm-hmm. his life's not going in any direction. Him and a couple of friends, and then they um one day they they don't even wake up. Something happens, and then bare people like the majority of Tokyo are just missing. It's like him, his brethren, and then a few other people they run into, mm. and uh, they get entered into like it's almost like a Hunger Games uh, type of. Battle Royale kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're like games and they have to survive and make decisions and it gets a bit mad. Like it's actually semi like emotional. Like some of the choices man have to make. It's almost like Saw or one of them escape room kind of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, episodic or not. It's, it's different. It's a different thing still, but I, I, I kind of like it. So check it out. That's Alice, on, Alice in Borderland. Or Borderlands, I think. I've got a music one this week. It is from an artist who seems like yeah, new school rapper. Um, divides opinion, but it's uh, a rapper, Russ, mm-hmm. uh, the American one. Very very smart mm-hmm. guy, and it's a song off of his mixtape called Chomp, and it's called Momentum, and it's featuring Benny the Butcher and Black Thought. Yeah, yeah. Don't compare me to employees who hoping they see a check. I'm in a drop top McLaren, just hoping I see an ex. She hoping we reconnect, no chance. I'm trying to be bigger than the Beatles, not hold hands. Keep on throwing stones, I'ma make statues. No face tags, but people got my face tattooed. Freeing the damn by being free as I am. And speaking belief in the people sitting with reason to stand. Who just might be needing a hand, I got you. Ninth one to bless, provided the gospel. I feel God like my fans all feel like apostles. Model your mind after mine and you gon' be just fine. Model your mind off these other guys and you gon' die. Why I'm always at the head of the table, follow my lead I'm a money tree, women trying to swallow my seed You wasn't with me at my roots though I've been on the quest for love for women with a roots From potential like a juco Athlete catch me in the backseat with ass cheeks on my lap We in Utah, so we fuck
fuck to a jazz beat and tag. Like four. Ooh, two. Yeah, 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 two yeah. high level MCs mm. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, two very high level MCs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I got another music one as well. It was um along with a theme we were talking about in the group this week actually on like samples and all of that. Um, um and the tune's got like a bait, 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 bait sample. Um the song is Fat Joe and it's Sunshine. As soon as you, you listen to it, you you clock mm-hmm. what, what the sample is. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd bring it's that the in. title of the giveaway. Yeah, I was thinking that <laughs> to the to the song Pot- potentially. I'll let you like you know Maybe. see if you could get it. it. Okay, okay, okay. Cool and drink. It's 2021. Time to bring the light in. We're gonna bring the light in, you know. DJ Khaled, I see you. Cool and Dre, I see you. Christine Jewelers in the building. Al Boogie, Lorena. Yeah, man, that's episode one nine one. Mm-hmm. Jay, big thanks for coming on again, man. Nice I feel like you, you dropped a whole bunch of gems still. on the mm-hmm. people. Um, and yeah, man, God, I appreciate it. Garden today. <laughs> you, might, you, lot, you, lot, you lot, listeners are gonna go up tenfold. Come on. Oh. <laughs> and then what is it? People um, get ten percent off if they quote no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, Give no. us a cut, bruv. No codes, um, no codes. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, thanks for coming on, Jay. And as you know, you're welcome anytime, not just to, to steal your knowledge. Uh, but yeah, man, that's episode 195. As always, likes. Oh, 191. 191. You jumped. That's bro. what I said, right? No, 195. Someone wants a night out, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 191. 191. Um, as always, share, subscribe, like, all of that, follow. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah, the Man yeah. Podcast. Keep it locked, man.